Recently, one of the young couples in the parish experienced some water damage in their home because their home was damaged. They had to move out to a hotel room, and they even had to find a place for their cat because the hotel did not allow cats to be in uh, the hotel. And so they found a place, and they were telling me that this place was posh. I mean, this was one of those places with, like, pet spas, you know? And it made me think of sometimes we see some pretty extreme things with regard to pets. I've even seen people with pet strollers for animals that are, that are injured. It made me think about, in our society, how sometimes, sometimes animals have a better quality of life than some human beings. This is one of the strange things about our society. I remember this when I visit the Atlanta airport because there is a sign by some animal uh, lovers in the airport, an advertisement that says, save them all, and has a little cute picture of a kitten on it. I wonder, why can't we have a picture of a little baby and say, save them all? You know, that would be nice too, to be able to have that as well. And we see in the scripture reading today, animals show up in that one as well. And the problem there, as we hear from Jesus, is that the ruler of this synagogue cares more about his ox and his donkey, which he unties from the manger on the Sabbath so that he can lead it away to water it. He cares more about this animal or his animals than he did about the woman who had been bent over with this terrible bodily infirmity for 18 years. And Jesus calls him out. Jesus calls out his hypocrisy. But we see much more from Jesus in the grace he brings to the situation. First of all, he heals the woman. He sees her, he sees her suffering, and he heals her. He doesn't even ask her, he just heals her. And of course, he corrects the ruler of the synagogue and says, you're a hypocrite. You untie your ox or your donkey on the Sabbath to water it. Shouldn't this woman who has been bound for 18 years be healed on the Sabbath? But most importantly of all, brothers and sisters, he gives us the grace of God when he teaches us that love is above the law. Love is more important than the law. And when we have an opportunity to love, to care for someone it's more important than keeping the law. What does that leave for us? Well, I'm going to steal a lovely question from a famous Protestant mega pastor because although he does a lot of things wrong, like church history, uh, he does do some things right. He asks, what does love require of me? What does love require of me? And so I share that question with you because... I think it's a good question for us to be asking ourselves in every situation where we feel some kind of conflict, some kind of tension between, for instance, keeping the law or helping someone. So I want you to remember that question. I want you to ask yourself that question. What does love require of me? And I got a good picture of this this morning. We had some guy show up early this morning who, whose car broke down. Is that what happened? His car crashed. His car crashed. So he needed a ride somewhere. And Cole knew what love required of him. And he, he went and he gave the man a ride. And I hope he's okay. 
So it's a good way to practice this principle from Christ. So there's all kinds of ways that we can exercise love. We can avoid judging people, for example, when they don't follow what we think are the right rules to follow. So I hope and I pray that all of you will take this question to heart. What does love require of me in those moments when it may not be clear? And then I hope that through the prayers of St. Savas, he will bless us all with all of the fruit of the Spirit that we heard in today's epistle reading.